Uh, hello, everybody. Remember me? Because sometimes I don't even remember myself. <laughs> and um, what I mean by that is it has definitely been quite some time since the last episode of To Say the Least. And I don't even know where to begin with what I want to get out today. Because on one hand, I could spend a good portion of this opening talking about how much I regret not sitting down to record something in the last six months. But I also can just accept that I have not recorded anything for the last six months for very good reasons and move forward. So I think I'm going to go with the latter. <laughs> but I do want to spend a little bit of time saying, if you happen to be listening to this, I am so happy you're here. I love you so much <laughs> because I um, appreciate you still sticking around to tune into the to the newest episode of To Say the Least, whilst the hiatus. I have been going through quite a bit since the last episode. I think the last episode I was so excited about. I hope you've had the chance to listen to that. If not, welcome to go back to that. I was so proud of that. Last episode, I got the most engagement that I had ever had. I got so much good feedback and I was really excited. And I, you know, we were going into the holidays. I had posted it right before the Thanksgiving holiday. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is going to be great. I'm going to have good momentum when I come back. Because even before that, I had taken a few months off um, in between episodes. Uh, but, you know, life had other plans. You know, I'm not necessarily a religious gal, but they do say, we plan and God laughs. And boy, he's probably laughing up a storm the past few months. Um, and I'm just going to hope for myself and for you listening, for everyone in the world, that there are reasons for all that has happened in the last in the last six months. Um, and we'll get into all of that today. And I can't wait to just jump right in. To start off with my excuses for why it has taken me so long to record another episode is life. <laughs> life has really, you know, I said this in a previous episode, but life has kind of continued to hit me in the face um, the past six months, year, so be it. And I'm sure many of you feel the same way. And on top of that, I have also just been very busy. And yeah, I, I've always say I don't like the word busy because it's like, what does that mean? But I truly just have been on the move constantly. This job that a year ago I didn't even have has consumed majority of my life. And it's pushed me towards a direction of just being in work mode most of my week. When I come home, I eat and then I go to bed. <laughs> like that is kind of how my, that's how a lot of the winter felt for me. So, um, you know, when the weather outside is frightful, as they say, it, it kind of propelled me into just like burying myself into my work. And while on one hand it was good for my, you know, my job, it kind of just pushed me into a place in my mind where I just kind of was going through the motions of my life. And, I was never alone. I There was someone always around me, whether it be at work or at home. I never felt like I could really sit with my thoughts and feel creative enough to sit down to 
to record an episode. And um, the holidays happened and I spent a lot of time traveling back and forth from New York to California. I stayed with my family um, for a lot of the weeks. I didn't travel with my microphone or my equipment or anything. And it was really nice to be able to check out and be with my family. And then I came back to New York in January and turned 26 years old, which cued my first early life crisis. And, and by first, I mean my third. I've had three early life crisis, crises, crises um, in my life so far. And it just like was kind of like, I, I had this thought of what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? And I called my mom. I will never forget this. I called my mom and I said, you know, when you were 26, you were living in Europe and, you know, traveling around. And she said, okay, well, can you tell me a little bit about your life right now? And I said, well, I, I live in New York city. And she goes, yes. And many millions of people dream about living in New York city. And, and where do you work? And I was like, okay, I work at a big tech company. I've never actually said the company I worked at. This is me realizing that, but, um, <clears throat> I I do work for, you know, one of the top companies in the world and I don't really let myself this is something I'm even like unpacking in therapy. I don't really sit with the things I should be proud of. You might resonate to that. I I'm just constantly thinking about what I'm not doing. And you know, not working on this podcast is even an example of that. I've been really upset with myself for not sitting down um, and recording this because, you know, consistency is something that's so important with anything creative. And knowing this and not sitting down to record has has kind of plagued me. But here we are. And I think what like keeps me from really being proud of myself is like the day to day, the day to day stress that it comes my way with, with work and with life circumstances, like living in New York, I describe it as a full contact sport. It requires your time and attention and you have to be an active participant because while things do happen to you, you know, you could be walking around and you could stumble upon a bar that has is playing live music or a garden that is beautiful with a bench that you want to, that compels you to go sit on it and read your book. Like, you know, like there are things that happen to you, but you have to go on the walk to find the bar. You have to go on the walk to sit on the bench in the beautiful garden. Like there are places you have to be around to discover, if that makes sense. And when you're constantly putting yourself out there and you're constantly working really hard, you know, where is there to go but into the ground eventually? You you, you really need to take the moments to kind of step back and give yourself rest and validation for the little steps in between because it can be a lot and I'm, I'm still learning to do this but if anything may this serve as a reminder that we are not robots and we're we have a limited amount of energy that we're able to expel into the world and we have to sit back and check in with ourselves before we can just continue to go over again and and to you know continue throughout our lives now usually if you've been listening to to say the least I give a little 
chit chat in the beginning. And then we have either a special guest or somebody uh, who send in a voice recording. It's just going to be me today. I have to just do this today. Whether it be a smaller episode, a shorter episode, whatever, I, I do just feel like I have to sit here with my microphone, not be so concerned on the theme of the episode and put this somewhat stream of consciousness out there because it's a commitment to myself that I'm still so proud of what we've put together here with to say the least, whether it be small in in terms of um, the amount of episodes, but mighty within the goals that I had when I, when I made this episode, like when I made this, um, this series, like the first episode that I ever made came on the tales of getting a job rejection for something that I felt so fit for and feeling discouraged and was like, you know what, fuck that. I'm going to take my well sought out energy and put it towards something that I'm passionate about and that manifested into to say the least. So um with that in mind, let's go back to what's been happening. So had my little early life crisis, my third early life crisis in January and then winter was really tough. I was in I was in New York all winter working very very hard and kind of hit a breaking point. I um around March, April, a few of my best friends were getting engaged, which is so exciting. And I cannot believe I'm in that phase of my life where people are getting married. But um, it was a really interesting time for me because I think up until now, if I've seen my friends or just people around me in, you know, beautiful, healthy relationships, there was a lot of time in my life where I would be jealous or, you know, a little sad for myself because it's something I didn't have. When when I have not had a partner, it, it's made me sad. And this was so interesting to me because, you know, as we've heard on some of these episodes, to say the least, I've I've been dating here and there, you know, <laughs> but um, but no one really everlasting the past couple of years. And um and so I was expecting when I was going to like engagement parties and everything, I was expecting to feel a similar way from how I have in the past. And what was amazing was I didn't at all. I was able to fully feel happy for my friends and so like overjoyed with their phase of life that they're in while also separately being very okay with the phase of life that I'm in. And even more surprisingly, realizing I'm not in the same place and that I don't even feel like I should be. Like I'm, I am definitely not ready to be married. <laughs> I'm definitely not in that phase of my life. And it was just a recalibration of realizing that. Um, so, you know, we all have a path. And while oftentimes I'm thinking, what the fuck am I doing? And I still very much think that every day. I'm not trying to sit here and tell you I don't think that way. But really take this time that you're listening to this or like the five minutes after you're listening to this to, this is going to sound so cliche, but please bear with me, like sit with what you are proud of for yourself. Like as someone who barely does that, really take that time and sit with something that you can control about your life. We'll get into all the things that we can't control about our life in a minute, but um, think about what you can control about your life and 
and be happy with that because there's so much out there we cannot control. Like I cannot control, you know, the next date I go on going well, you know, who knows, but I can control, you know, what I'm going to do the rest of my day and what I did earlier in my day that brought me joy, you know, like really focus on the things in your life currently that you're proud of. And why I'm so transfixed on the idea of taking in with taking in the things that you're actually proud of is because, man, there is a lot of shit going on in the world right now. Uh, For those of you who don't know, and I'm kidding because you definitely should know about what I'm about to say. There are a lot of things happening in the United States. Um, I know this podcast does hit people all over the world, but in the U.S., I'm sure you have heard that the Supreme Court has decided as of recently that Roe v. Wade is no more in the United States of America. And we have quickly seen the the reaction to that decision, um, you know, of complete horror of disappointment and that's a very soft word of of the of the matter you know the disappointment in our system that i just feel like we're constantly feeling on different levels just pure disappointment and discouragement and you know we're seeing it in a variety of states in our country that have already enacted this reversal and are banning abortions in the US and you know this podcast is mostly to figure out you know within what is happening, what are we able to do? What are the lessons we're able to compile from it to move on with our lives and move forward, not move on because we're not, you know, going to forget about this, but move forward. You know, what can we do? And, you know, what I decided to do that day was go to a protest and to donate to abortion funds and Planned Parenthood is matching donations. Um, Hopefully they still are by the time you're listening to this, but you know, it's just, it's discouraging, but what can you do? You can go to a protest, you can donate to an abortion fund, you can have conversations with your peers. Like, I think what's amazing, you know, I've been, I've been having conversations even at work. Like it's not always welcome, but you know, it's a big part of our lives. Um, you know, just to seek to understand how people are feeling right now. What can we do on a micro level to, to move forward with those things? So, um, I do encourage you to take the time to look at the resources. I'll link some in the bio as well. But, you know, that's been happening. New York City is on the rise for crime. And our beautiful little Supreme Court decided to also, within the same week as this Roe v. Wade reversal, make it so that people can carry firearms in public which is amazing considering people are getting shot all the time anyway. Why, why not make it so that people can just walk around with guns on their hips? Um, I really just like, can't even believe the things that are happening in the world anymore. It really is just feeling like an alternate universe. But having said all this, what can we, what can we learn from this? We can learn to register to vote. We can learn to call our representatives and we can check on our friends. I think when I first heard this, all I thought of was like those in my life who could ever become pregnant, (laughs) those who, even including myself, it just like makes you question, you know, what are, what are we doing here? Do we want to subject ourselves to situations that make us 
feel more vulnerable, you know, like it, it's just, it's unbelievable what's happening right now. So check on your friends, do what you're able to do and move forward. My goal with sharing all of that is to not discourage you. You may already be feeling discouraged, but it's to kind of just reset yourself with everything going on. And I know it can be really daunting and, um, I know it can be really daunting, but one thing that has really stuck with me for years since I discovered it, a few years ago, I went to the Jefferson Memorial in DC and on the wall was a quote from him regarding the laws and constitutions that he had a hand in making. The quote is, I am not an advocate for frequent changes in laws and constitutions, but laws and institutions must go hand in hand with the progress of the human mind. As that becomes more developed, more enlightened, as new discoveries are made, new truths discovered, and manners and opinions change, with the change of circumstances, institutions must advance also to keep pace with the times. We might as well require a man to wear still the coat which fitted him when a boy, a civilized society, to remain ever under the regimen of their barbarous ancestors." barbarous ancestors indeed because we keep holding our country accountable to laws that were written hundreds of years ago when they just frankly don't suit us anymore but i read this because it's just amazing to see how you know our forefathers may not have intended to have the country that we do today but just as we've seen you know like you got to keep the hope somehow and i know it can be easy to feel hopeless but just as we've seen like throughout our history, you know, like there are trials that we have overcome and we'll just continue to try to overcome again. And with that, I'll just leave you to ruminate. I hope there were at least one or two things that you took away from today's podcast. And thank you so much for just sticking around with me until this point. I am excited to fit in more of your stories, not fit in. I'm in, I'm excited to put in uh, and feature more of your stories in the upcoming episodes. And I want to do, you know, obviously you're always welcome to send me stories of anything, but I would love to make an upcoming episode about friendship because I've been experiencing some very interesting dynamics with friendship over the past year, but also in my, my, you know, entire life, you know, I think, we have an idea of friendship when we're younger about, you know, it's someone that's always, always going to be there for you. You have to agree on everything and talk every day, things like that. And as you grow up, friendships can evolve and take different forms and they can disappoint you. And you have, you might even get to the point where you need to let go of a certain friendship when it doesn't serve you anymore. And I would love to make an upcoming episode on the topic of friendship. So if that resonates with you, if anything else is on your mind and you would love to share a story with me, feel free to send a audio recording on your, on your phone um, create an audio recording on your phone and send it over to me at say the least podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's say the least podcast at gmail.com, or you're always welcome to send me a written, um, written note on your story. If you're not willing to share it on your voice, or you can DM me on Instagram at to say the least podcast on Instagram as well. And with that, thank you so much for listening. I can't wait until the next episode. And I'm so grateful that you have lasted all the way to the end of this mini one, which didn't actually turn out to be so mini at all. But I, I am so grateful that you were here. I can't wait until next time. Take care until then.